Hello and welcome to the One Too Many podcast, episode 9. Yup. With myself, Moses, and himself, Darren. Juice, what's happening, me old flower? Good to be back, back in the mic, back in the pod, Kinlan. Look, come here. I have to say, we're all sweating balls here. It's been a sweaty all day. Hope everyone else is fucking out there enjoying a beer. We're just about to sit down and have one. But look, we're joined this week by um, an old school friend. He always brings a blunt and a smile and a joke and a laugh. So, uh, John, <laughs> a.k.a. Red Eye, what's happening, brother? Glad to what have you on board. Lads? Happy to be on the One Too Many podcast. Thanks for having me. That's it, man. That's what I'm saying to Floyd. It goes this well. It goes back to the old 90s proper Smoking. days. The gigging shit. Smoking every day. <laughs> Jesus, man. I couldn't walk around fingers anyway. Man, I, I'm getting people like, I'm getting fucking Snapchats off people lying around doing TikToks to smoke and there's people still come back and go, smoke and smoke. And it's like, that's 15 years ago, mate. 14 years ago. It was a great, it was a great, proper, proper fucking, that was the Tobog days as well. Yeah, dude. That, that, that was Bebo days. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, love on the Bebo. I got the most loves ever on Bebo. Oh, just, like, yeah. just to put that out there, now like Bebo's making a comeback and all that, like, but uh, I had the most loves on Bebo gone, like, and that's something that I'll bring to the grave. With me, oh, you better still have all my skins. That's all I oh, <laughs> used to have the fucking Subaru and pretzels rallying around the old dance <laughs> really music. Yoke, yeah. What was it? Didn't they used to have a thing, your other half or something? What was it? Your special friend? Yeah. Your other half, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And you were like 15, you were like, and yeah. like fuck that, you didn't want, loads of people had a mop, no, I think I had a fucking mate or something, I was just like, fuck it, we're going, it's gay pride, month. we're going yeah. balls deep in this shit. Knee deep. <laughs> fucking anyway, John, never mind smoking, I was thinking of no angels, man. Remember them, Dad? Can you tell us about them? It's a long look, as that look, as we stand, as we as we stand, we're not standing, we're fucking we're sitting, <laughs> right? But um, as we're sitting here, like we've came a long way, like do you know what I mean? Like I've known you, like we're from, we we are from, I don't know, like you can when you first came to Fingers Ever, you lived in Capa Drive, yeah, yeah. And we all grew up in Capa Drive. It was a mad road, and it was that had the old sort of community vibe. Oh, man, it was yeah. pre-social media. Nice. It was leave all your door open. exactly yeah. leave your door open, leave your key in the door, hundred and ten percent like and like so music then like to music now is is it's a completely different it's a di- like in my opinion like I think music is not valued as much as it used to be because it's all cut down. Music is now the sort of bit little bit it's something to throw in behind an advertisement response or something that can like catch your eye quickly. Do you know I what I mean? think what happened with us like we we were on the tail end of like you ever hear I think Billy McGinnis from Aslan he was talking like oh. nowadays you have you have like um Nowadays you have you have like everyone has PlayStations, PlayStation fours, whatever like that. But back yeah. back then, like we, the guitar was yeah, the, an instrument was was it was a toy. Was the end thing? It was like you, know you, I mean? you, you yeah, had yeah. your instrument or a, or a friend had an instrument. Or like yeah, yeah, we we yeah. experienced the Thailand and like, I think before like, technology. What was like the guitar play with yourself? Yeah, <laughs> 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 you sold me G string. <laughs> <laughs> when you like force get into music, like you're like you're a, you're a, a, a like a talented musician, talented producer, talented writer. Like so, which, which came first for you? Was it like the musical aspect or the writing aspect? Um, Jesus, uh, I grew. I started busking at an early age. Like I've always loved music. And would you have had to get the licenses? Like a, the way no, you do no, these not days? back then. No, you, no. You'd, you'd play a couple of tunes. You'd see the police show up. Then you'd have to leg it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'd, be, you'd move on down. To, you were forever moving. us like there was a one fella there, like one copper Jerry, and he fucking hated. Even when we were shooting the video for help, we had a big fucking production crew. The whole 
hold your bag. Mm. He moved us. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, he hated it. You know what I mean? So we'd sing a few tunes, we'd see him, he'd be tall cunt. We'd see the hat coming up. From the country. Bollocks. Down the lane. From the country. He's like, get that guitar out of your hand and give him a banjo. Do you know what I mean? We could have been up to anything else. We're playing for something. Yeah, exactly. We could have been up to anything wrong. Do you know what I mean? So, like, would it have been like, so, would it be right to say, say, like, obviously, like, you learned the chord, like, saying playing guitar or whatever, and then saying covers first, or would have, Yeah, well, well, I started singing with the lads first of all, Um and how did it just me? So I moved from sorry, I'm sitting back. I moved from <laughs> Talla up to Clondalkin and I met uh, Aaron, he lived at the end of my road, like but his dad, he was teaching all of the lads, he, te- he taught all his nephews yeah. to, how to play the guitar as well as his son, like so I became friends with Aaron and we started busking. Then like so I was only singing with the lads and I used to always be looking at them playing, but Tomo showed me a few little chords on the guitar yeah. as well, like you know what I mean? So it just started from there. Started with the guitar. That's how it starts, though, isn't it? And when it comes, like, like, as you said, like, say, reverting back to, like, there wasn't so much, like, like, every, every, you couldn't, like, he's going to play the piano or drums. Everyone sort of, uh, like, presume would have a bit of a go off everything. Like, how does does the band find its place within, like... Ah, like, back then it was just, like, we were just so engulfed in music. I remember, like, even, you'd you'd just pick an instrument. You'd see, like, like, because we were street performers as well. Yeah, yeah. So like you'd you'd become friends with other street performers and they'd let you take a go at their instrument. Yeah, so yeah, say, yeah. even in Walton's all the other music shops, I like I learned how to play the piano like off like a guy who lived in or who worked in a McCullough Pigot near Grafton Street. Like but like I learned off one of my like a few cards off one of my school teachers, but you'd be going and busking and you're stopping there for half an hour nearly every day and like play what you could. So, what like you within could. the bus because you didn't have home. a piano at home, like but I could learn in there. Exactly. It's like the youth centres now some days for these kids. They don't have the fucking gear nowadays with all the new stuff out. They go to the youth centres. They're making fucking videos and shit, you know? Oh, yeah, videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. videos. They couldn't afford the shit without the youth centres, so you have to give them a bit credit. Yeah, 100%. And that's it. And like, as what Mo had the nail on the head there, like, you had to go in and probably sneak into Walton's together to try and have a little practice on a piano or, like, or something or, like any anything and like anything you could do dodging coppers like, <laughs> that's, that's like when, when, that's you, when you want to do something you'll, you'll do it like yeah. you know that way yeah. like we all of us all of the lads in the band like uh, Creo Ghost as well yeah yeah Shout Dewey like, Shout Dewey. 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 Dewey he was he was in the band as well he'll know t- all too well like what I'm on about we, we'd stop into Shops all over the place, just play, picking up guitars. And like, really so you said, out there is a busking, and like, you find yourself in this sort of social circle of street performers and buskers, like, and obviously, like, you grew. So, like, when did, like, who who saw you? What, like, where did it come to the point where people, like, right, we need to take you off the streets and put you on the radio and, yeah, and on front of the TV? Like, well, it was like Christy Dignam at the start. I, like, I remember when I moved to Fingless because Aslan, like, was a big influence on my, like, yeah, yeah. Like my my interest in music and stuff like that. So same, when, I moved, same, when I moved to uh, the Finglas, I was still busking, and we were trying to get a support slot with Christy. And I seen him at the end of my road there. He was passing by one day, and I ran out in front of him with a CD. I was like, <laughs> "Give it to him, like, no, please listen to this." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he was walking up Grafton Street one day with his, with Catherine. They were doing a bit of shopping. We were playing Angie, but that 
started from there. He gave us a force like support slot in Vicar Street or something. Yeah, like, and it so Fair play to Christian. Like I have to say, like of all the times me and Juice have one stage of Youngblood as well. He gave us the opening slot under on the law. We opened up a couple of gigs to them um, in just in, in the local pub in Finglas. Yeah. Yeah. Played on a couple of a couple of years ago. Well, we didn't. It was in within the same festival. But in the I think it was twenty pre pandemic twenty eighteen. It was like the Finglas Mayflower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayfair, yeah. Mayflower, yeah. Mayflower, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But he we. we Hip hop heads were on the Saturday night, the Sunday night, then oh, the Friday night was the hip hop heads. The Saturday night was me, my niece's christening early in the Shamrock, and then Christy and a few of the lads were all playing in the Jolly later that nice. night. And then we got back to the Shilling to see Kieran Moore and a few other lads then playing. No later, and then I ended up getting up with Kieran, taking the mic, me and him were having a back and forth, like, and it was great. Yeah, you know what I mean? and, that, and that's as like that's what it's all about. Like that sort of as like just to hit like the that that social circle of performers and creatives where it's like, and he's look, just and he's looking back as well. Like, yeah, fair play to Christy. Christy years ago, he was always looking back, like the, the, as ourselves, like to to try give us a dig out as well. Like, Hundred percent, and it was hugely appreciated. Yeah. there as well, like you know, like he was, he's a good skin. Like, mm. Something that he doesn't have to do, though. Mm. He does. He doesn't have to, yeah, but he exactly. does. Like, you know, that's, that's, right, that's what I mean. Top bloke. Anyway, Christy, beyond the podcast. Shout to Christy. I read his book. The new book is lead. Anyone go out and get on. Sure that it's class. Yeah, get it. But look, John. So we get in here. So you get you get the fucking you get the Aslan slot. You get yeah. the CD and then like we're rolling off from there. What's how how do we? I know. Like, like even even before before we got the Aslan yeah. slot, we used, we had a uh, manager before him. Uh, and how old how old were you at the stage? Like you were saying, young enough, like busking, early early teens. No, start busking. No, I started busking when I was like. Not not eleven, I think. Jesus Christ, man! Like ninety-seven, I think. Hold on, hold on a second, now because I'm trying to listen to you what you're saying. You were talking. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I think it was. That's like that's how like that's very hard. Like to comprehend like these days, you go up and down like anyone who you see is busking now. Like the grown men or like the like young men. Like to see a ten-year-old like that was raw Dublin. Like that's something that can't be bought or sold for love and money these days. I'm so happy I grew up in that time. Like I even look at my my eldest young friend. I was thirteen. And sometimes I feel guilty of the experiences I've had. Yeah. And I look at him, but I think, like, no, he wouldn't. It's he a different world, though. You have to understand, it's a different world as well, John. So, in yeah, a way, if, yeah. if it was the same place where you knew that, as you said, you could leave your door open and you could walk around, and then the local celebrity's going to stop and take your CD and, and shake your hand, it's not like that anymore. So, you're, you're right, uh, even though you're, you're feeling guilty for something that. No, but would you? We survive with the attitude we had back then in today's world, where everything is recorded and held accountable. But it was so organic. So Dublin City was a beautiful place. So different, like, yeah. no, we, we, like not only that. Like as you said, we were kids. We mm. were fucking from eleven. 12 up to 13 like the, the flower ladies and I used to watch out for us the security uh, guards on the doors down to yeah. every, like it was just organic it was, it was, it was organic great time great time and he said like he said I don't know whether it was Oasis or whatever said it was like music doing the 90s or there's, a, there's a famous quote or somewhere now off the back end of that Manchester sort of fucking rock no so rock was, era I think it was like the I'm not sure who it was it was when X Factor and all came about oh yeah but, uh, but yeah exactly and social media has uh, so but in like the pop Pop music and social media came together and created something ugly, like. Uh, oh, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent agree with that, yeah. And everyone's in. Yeah. And what was the like the force? What was the force like? Say, say from like, say, say you were ten, like busking, like what was the biggest crowd, like, like what, oh, when, man, what, when you when you first walked down the stage and what, like, oh, Jesus Christ, now this is different than like performing on the street. I think we, I think it was, t- would have been, 
12 or 13 when you support Meatloaf on the RDS and that would have like I think that was 10,000 people or something but again we were busking was and that outdoors his tour manager comes up to us his tour manager comes up to us and he's, and he's like we were busking we were busking he's like I'm Meatloaf's tour manager um, do you want a gig with him <laughs> do you just want a gig with him tonight we're in staying in the Westbury Hotel and straight a red flag straight away yeah. fucking stranger danger this leave me alone no but yeah, sure enough like he, he was like and I'd never forget like even walking in the lights go black and just all you hear is like fucking screams everywhere and you're like the only thing I can think of is like I better not trip over the mic <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the biggest laugh of it but you singing you were singing and playing the guitar at this back time back then I was only singing mm. and I was playing tambourine percussion type of stuff like Lovely, that before yeah. I picked up the guitar like yeah um, that's unreal but it's good buzz good buzz oh, great times meatloaf like, one of the biggest uh, recording artists yeah but yeah he's like he's, he's sound enough like he's alright but he's like he's ignorant as well like we we, we all came up the, his band and all came up because we went on for a four piece harmony like throughout like Ireland like and it was we, we was like yeah, we're gonna, we was, he was going to hide in the back of the tour bus and he was like, going to sing I will do anything for love four piece <laughs> harmony he's going to love it it's going to be great and we're like yeah fucking fucking meatloaf he gets in the bus and man, we're looking through the little hatch at the back with a star and all the gear and was like I would do and, I went, yeah. and he didn't even know where he was looking but he had his phone in his head he's like shut the fuck up up on the phone like, <laughs> <laughs> we just, we just like, just disappeared like no like the homework gift where he yeah, goes back into the yeah, bus yeah, 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 we're, like, yeah, yeah. disappeared behind drum kit <laughs> but I have to say his, ba- his band were dead sound like the guitarist and all it usually is the same isn't it it's uh. the singer that usually is the bleeding egomaniac well, yeah, again like, uh, like even, even though I'm saying he was, he was an ignorant cunt as well like, he lost his fucking his voice at a show like, so you can imagine like the amount of like Preparation or whatever, like, no, uh, don't get to, into the zone. Like, yeah. and we're sort of like, ah, we'll do yeah, and then he's like, like, fuck off. Many times, probably sang that in his life. He's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, he probably he... heard that a million times. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> he fucking hate that makes his probably skin thought it was his conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Conscience singing in harmony. Yeah, anytime, anytime we ever sing that song, I always change uh, love for drugs. <laughs> Honestly, uh, and yeah. I won't sing alive on the podcast, I, I, but it just comes naturally. That's yeah, it. Hundred percent. Fucking good times. I still so, can't get over that gigging with me, love, man. And to me, that's huge. Like that's like, and that what age were you then? That was just a flight of twelve. And was that whole 12. song like? Am I right or wrong to say the whole song? Or that, was, was that an, an album? Like the whole album was that called? Or was yeah, it, was they have. Um, was it an orchestrated type of thing? Like I'm not fucking. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. on the spot. But was that song not done like wrote like in a, in a, like an like orchestrated type music. of way? Yeah, like man wrote the music. Yeah. It was a uh, it was sort of a collaboration. Meatloaf did the singing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. something big. Like it was. Uh, it no, I have, I have to t- That's the thing. I have the t-shirt at home, but that's like. But that, like, yeah, you know, at, like at, at that age, like I think like. Um, Lovely. I'm getting to perform yeah. like, with Meatloaf. You know what I mean? Like 15 and, minutes and, ago, you thought you were getting raped in Stephen's uh, Green, yeah, and now, yeah, you're, yeah. now you're singing to Meatloaf in the back of a van. Like, do you know what I mean? 100%. Like, but then, and it, at, the, at the end of the day, you're singing like, with Meatloaf in the back of a van. That still sounds like getting raped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. No, but at the end, like, yeah, that, that's the actual t shirt that I have on there. Look at the picture. Yeah. But um, he's fucking, like, at, as we were saying, like, yeah, he's, <laughs> an, he's an ignorant cunt or whatever, like that. But at the end of the show, like, he. He gives his fucks us a t-shirt. We chauffeured us too yeah. from there. Like, uh, we done the first night. We done the Saturday. And then he were like, uh, just want to come back and do the Sunday. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, fucking thanks very much. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Like, Yeah, but that's that's the Battle Hell album. That's the t-shirt there. Sorry. Right. 
Have a, hang, have a hanging on the wall. The back up on the fucking Sorry, story on the, the podcast. Wall, the studio. Studio. They have it, yeah. Own yeah. studio, didn't you? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I mean. recall that side of when I went over, I went up and there's one man, like, I like, know John and Dusty, and obviously GI. I know, I know that fucking get. getting John a close as well, and I was talking to Jordan the week, fucking trying to not dig up a bit of dope, but I had a few like little brain fucking farts, just like. Cause that Jim and Gabe worked on a, the project with the regeneration of Ballymoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was deadly, man. That was good to work mm. with Gabe as well because he's very, very like, he's a very intelligent producer. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of like where people say like sampling. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Sampling is an art. Yeah, like, you have to have an air for it. Man, like, you know, you heard what you showed me there. Yeah. The way you flipped that. Yeah, yeah. The, that was the Wu Tang, the Wu Tang collaboration he done with um, an artist, um, something squash. Yeah, so, Sasquatch. No, it's not like, Sasquatch, it's a uh, class no, no, squash or something. He's, but. he's a brilliant producer, man. And it was great to work with him on that because uh, we were just collecting, he was feeding me ideas, he's mm. saying, like, we're telling him, like, oh, we want this, this package. Yeah, yeah, he's very coherent. type of emotions, this, and, and he, he's, he is, he's, like, when he, when he wants to achieve mm. something with a sound, he won't submit it until it's fucking 100%. 100%. And that's and, like. And the, the results show. Oh, the proof is in the pudding. You know what yeah, I mean? He, like, fair enough, I, I only helped him on that. Like, he mm. he was the one that was back and forth with them, like, constantly, constantly. Yeah. He'd pop up to me every now and again and we get something down and then, like, you know what I mean? It was great. great 100%. And that, that's a, like the. Back to, like, when you were saying, me, like, you have the meat, meat love t shirt. I was, and you said you set up your own studio. We actually went up to John. Last year to record um, a song over the GOEB, he sent it on to me. It's called The Fox. Then I got for real the feature, and I went up to John, sat down with John, played the beat. And as you know, like John, I mean, John, sit there here, bomb, the head's nodding, right? He's happy enough, I'm happy enough, and let's go. I went through, bomb, I laid it out, bomb, smashed it out, and that song's been my most streamed song. Like solo hey, song ever. My most streamed song, fucking. Yes, and, but the thing about it is, like, <laughs> like you have the collaborate collaboration. Yeah, like if Gio in the beat, if John in there sorting sorting the fucking, to like giving it the cleaner up, and then I made, I came through, John, I laid it down um, as always. And then we got for real through the future. As always, man. Like, well, it's a one take, <laughs> man. Like, we were only talking about Christy Dignam there earlier, like on, on the when we were recording Help, he featured on the second track on the single like on, we recorded a cover of this is yeah. but he comes into the studio bashes his take out walks out mm. I call me what do you call me one take mm. digging him but that i even I, said that me and christy probably do an album and i said like, that reminded me of christy like because he, he just bashed no, it no did and look and, and, and i have to say like they call me one take when you come when you come with a piece because to me at the time like when like when i got that i was going in my own direction of music where i wanted to be Basically lost in translation. I want to be. I want to be descriptive. I don't want it to be enjoyable, but I want it to be like. But you have to listen to it a couple of times to actually appreciate what it's about, and then to get for real on that. For real, killed the fucking version. Oh, killed man. it. Killed it. And then like and you know, so very similar. In yeah, ways, yeah. And, in, 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 in when you say like, you don't you know, want it to be enjoyable, what do you mean? Like? I mean, I mean, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not like it's not made to like for you to come home and listen to it after a hard days walk and have a shower and then watch yourself and say everything feels good. It's not Greece oh, or it's okay. not the Beatles or it's not like it's it's more so right i have a clear head of a clear mind i'm gonna roll a big blunt i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna go deep at this shit and i'm gonna try and like fucking de- open your toe uh, yes. yeah a little bit so i mean so and that's the way like when you get to a stage of me where it's like 
I can't. I don't want to be commercially viable. I can't be commercially viable, but I can be organic, and I can say how it is. And with the podcast, it, it gives me. It's like give, get, look, I've grown an extra arm. Exactly, it's like I've grown an extra arm. And then, like when I come through, and then I have everything lined up. The verses are wrote. The beats are there. Frail's features is done. Everything. And then you can walk in, and you walk in the room with John, like, and then you're like, right. There's no Let's way this shit can fucking fail. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, look, John, I'll cling to that. Nice for that one. Down. Yeah, we'll cheers to that. <laughs> I'll cling to, to my great walk. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. Be... Now, for the process, to the process. We're clinging to the process. But look, so after Meatloaf, um, fill me in. Where, where do we go after Meatloaf? What, what way does the band go? We're still, still busking. Like, still, yeah. We are still full. We're still, in still school, enjoying. In school, after school, heading into town. Was at that stage probably fucking making more money than me ma, probably. So making like probably making a few bob at, at that stage, like you know what I mean? Um Yeah, so, so, so we got that bob. does that change the balance in the gaff or is it just like always? Oh, no, you just pay a bit of you just pay a bit. You pay, yeah, you pay. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an eleven year old. <laughs> <laughs> you pay That's your what I'm saying. Like, I'd say, at a certain stage, you know, man, I have more money than you, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> clean your room. <laughs> you clean me room. <laughs> <laughs> you're grounded <laughs> exactly as I said nah. no but it was like like yeah. 11, 11 year old bleeding gums morphine we actually just... got pick, picked up by um, we, after that then we got to support Aslan and the Point um, not our, our yearly show that yeah, yeah. back when it was the Point Depot like it was 27th of December we, we got to support them there and that was a fucking not a deadly gig um, back busking then after that oh no no sorry we um, we got picked up by the record company then the record uh, which record company was that? The record company. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, back then it was like uh, it was a uh, Ritz Records grapevine. Um yeah, we got signed to them but we were we were wild. Yeah, I heard, like, kids. I want to. I was you know in, like, like, just to give you a bit of sub context of that, like, oh, Dewey, I'll <laughs> get along with Dewey. Dewey. I'll get, get along with Dewey, and I, like, oh, I'd love, I'd genuinely love to have Dewey on he the podcast the some stage. And he was like, oh, I wasn't going to come in here and tell anyone else the stories, I wouldn't do that. But uh, I've been chatting to Dewey, and he shared some knowledge, let me say, and he, and he shared some great insights to not only me, but other younger rappers recently enough. There was. It doesn't matter where it was, how it was, or whatever. And he gave some great, great insights, mm-hmm. and he and he reflected back to some of the times that you're reflecting on. Do you know what I mean yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. And and I just feel like this is the stage of the conversation where you're getting into these type of things, and I just want to give Dewey a shout oh, out because when... shout out to Dewey, like, because he was he, he was mad as well. Like, mm. he, he was the youngest, like he was <laughs> he was probably the most hyper out of us. Like mm. it was gas. Like I remember um, one of the stories, like from. when I went out there because I was living in Fingless back then. They had the 104 out to Clontarf. They yeah, don't have yeah. that now, like because they don't want Fingless people going to Clontarf. 100%. You know, like, yeah. We don't That's want, okay. yeah. we don't want them out here either. We don't want Clontarf coming to Fingless. Let's get <laughs> this right. <laughs> ah, I'm joking. Love Clontarf. They see don't you, worry. John. They see you, no, no angels. Yeah, we, we, I can remember going out and I met the manager in the yacht. In the uh, oh, 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 can you say that again? No, but the way you said the yacht. The yacht pub, right? Ah, the pub. I remember. The I, rem- I remember um, sitting there and next of all her phone started ringing Deludu, from Deludu. her with her number with her house number and she's like what the fuck you know what I mean yeah. lo and behold it's fucking Frit Dewey and Keith where are you like what do you mean where are you Wait, what ha- what are you ringing me off my house for? <laughs> you, you weren't here, so we broke in. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you broke in? <laughs> John, this is on the phone. We're up in the yacht pub. Come up to us. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, we'll be up now. Is that, where's that? Is that Holt? In, not in uh, the yacht. 
the the yacht pub is in Clontarf there. Oh, right? right, sorry, sorry. So they we fl- they float up to us, right? Next of all, I'm breaking me sure laugh. I said these fucking are nuts. <laughs> and next of all, the phone rings then about twenty minutes later, and it's Aaron, and I think it was Darren, and uh, they're like, my phone's ringing me again. <laughs> and she's like, hello. And she's like, uh, where are you? What, you, what are you ringing me up? You, uh, you, you weren't here, so we broke in. <laughs> we, had, we had to go back down. Yeah. Like, and the police had all knocked at the door and all. But that's just yeah, like he a was little, the youngest. Was he? Yeah, the, well. Dewey was. Mm. He, like he's just a year younger than us, but like a range from like eleven to thirteen. We well, didn't give uh, a fuck. Like oh, I was fucking. He was in that Epstein age age zone oh, to where you were looking. Born slippy. Fucking days. Fucking looks bad. Tell you the mentality, like um. We were getting fucking dropped out to we were in like a little part and in a movie like little scene in a movie years ago we got brought out to no wardrobe to get stuff and all yeah. in the limo and Shane is sitting behind Shane, he's sitting behind the driver and he reaches through the fucking not through the headrest yeah, yeah. grabs him by the back of the hair and starts shaking his head like he's fucking <laughs> gas I swear you to do? god you fucking I swear do? to god I'm not hard to tell like taxi drivers like one thing about Dublin like I got in the other night left before we started the podcast I was telling you to chat me and Jim were chatting yeah. uh, Costello Boyne of smoke smoke was all on top of me and I the night before I was only going up and getting the body warm and I could, as soon as I got in the back of the taxi I was like hey look at the body looking for that and I had this fucking and the man's looking at me like hey I don't give a just fuck just fucking like. your mate yeah. being fucking being genuine did he buy it? no he didn't he didn't buy fuck all man he fuck that taxi man that's why he never got tipped zero stars that's why he never that's got tipped that's what that cunt's getting zero stars ah being honest I never bought a smoker so it doesn't do with my size I'm too big so John when, when all this when smoker's all... planet I need <laughs> <laughs> no, we get you. What a bar! What a bar! I think I think he's gonna bring in tablecloth soon enough. We'll, ah, get one. we'll be fresh there. We'll get one sussed. But <laughs> look, do you do size love? What's yeah. it? <laughs> but no, but <laughs> do size big papa. So like, when 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 she hits the fan, you come through. Right, all of a sudden, like, you are out, you're out touring. Right, you are picked up. You are you are like regularly, like regularly playing weekly, like bar from busking. Yeah, no. When we actually got picked up by the record company, that was part of the thing. We weren't allowed busk. And was that hard like yeah man they sort of like the way they spun it to the papers and all like was like oh we're taking the kids off the streets you know what I mean yeah, yeah. they're gonna be fucking you know and we're gonna make them pay like we're taking the kids off the streets wrong. and we're gonna make them pay tax we're gonna we are doing something wrong like you know what I mean like busking like but um, we had the deal there for a while and we were touring around Ireland and all we released a single Health that went to number four. Bebola, yeah. Went to number four, like, and then we were meant to get an album after that. But and we in round, we like, what? literally just too hard what, to deal with. Like, remember, like, like, terrors, like, like David Gray, like, David Gray, correct me if I'm wrong, like, David Gray, like, like, in England, he was never picked up in England. David Gray was never, like, like never became famous in England. He came over. Now, this is him, like, off the back of watching a few of his talk because it was anniversary, I think it was yeah, White, yeah. White, Lad- White Ladder or whatever. But he went down when he was in Wheelands and he came over to do something similar to what John was talking about. He was out busking. Obviously, I think at this stage he was a little bit older than John. I think maybe he was late teens, early 20s, no, in around yeah, that yeah. range. And he went in and he done. Um, he was doing a bit of busking or whatever. Went in, performed in Wheelands, done a gig in Wheelands, and everyone's like, look, we love your fucking shit, we love your shit. Went off and came back and like, everyone keeps asking for us. So, David Gray kept coming back over to Ireland, performing, started selling out gigs in Ireland. David Gray has the biggest, David Gray has the biggest selling uh, album ever in Irish history. 
Does he? Are you serious? Biggest, biggest selling uh, album ever in Irish history on like the Irish charts, the Irish Jeez, album sales. Yeah, he went, he blew up. I, That's what blew Dave yeah, Gray up. That motherfucker caused murder. Remember about them gigs a few years back? Oh, I, the the murder yeah, that went on over that. Yeah, it was murder. You wanted to do five nights and they were like, we'll only mm. give you a train guard. It was like, fuck that. You can take me yeah, boots, bitch. I'll <laughs> give him five. I'm neck bottling this motherfucker. The time, like, the connections I'm trying to make here is that, like, I'm thinking that, like, you were a little bit. No, no, like that. <laughs> in, in around the era, like that, you you would have been coming up, John, and like this would have yeah. been all happening. The busking era, where like you, I just we revert back to like the king, the dog, vibe. David Gray would have like I would have been like he would have been around a five year radius of you. Like, yeah. I guarantee you, without even putting the mats together, and that while all this was happening, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and there's no coincidence where, and this is why when we have say five years previous Oasis or whoever quote the quote that we said earlier on was that music died in the nineties. Music may have died in the nineties in Britain, but it didn't die in the nineties, but in Ireland because it was yeah. still. Music will never die in Ireland. Music no, I just quote always, it. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be always a handful of real. Ah, but but so, but hold on, now, hold on. The Manchester scene in the nineties, where Rose was the Stone Roses and yeah. all that, and uh, Oasis exactly, and all that. Exactly. Yeah. Nineteen ninety five, when Manchester were rising. Exactly, I only say yeah. this because I watched a documentary about you know where Manchester United during the time, but they were saying that the nightclubs, the hacienda, yeah. and all. And it was just like everything was everything was Manchester based. So I can't say the music scene no, that's in England a... was dying. I can't agree with that. Well, was... look, look, listen. We all have a bit of boys, the boys, boys in us. But on this one, no, but yeah. Like if he's saying because he was dying out and that was dying, he was saying the whole lot of music was dying. I'm nearly sure it is an Oasis quote. But in any way, oh sorry, you're saying he was all right. I no, that's what I'm saying. Like I was saying that the the quote that Oasis gave was that music died in the '90s, and now what what I was saying was that late on into the '90s, it wasn't. It may have been dead in Great Britain, but with the rise of David Gray being the highest selling album in Irish history within the Irish charts, and with John and all these boys coming out busking and being picked up off the streets by Meat Loaf's agents, yeah. shows that it wasn't dead in Ireland. You he know may what I mean? have been all about like with the. The introduction of like like digital mills mm. and stuff like that. He could probably see that, like that pop scene. The house scene was yeah, like coming, coming about down like down you know what I mean. I know, line, like, I know people involved. Um, I don't know people. I know a person who was involved. Um, hugely within the early nineties, mid nineties. Um, house movement within uh, England and within town, late eighties, and where there was a lot of um. There was a club in England. I can't remember the name of the club. I'll, I'll actually get the fellow yeah. on the podcast to explain it. But it was simultaneously on the rise of winning. It was like that club house house Brilliant, culture. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, and then that got cut off as well. Like just to like give like just to speed devil's advocate and give a nod to whoever Oasis is quote saying music does. I don't think they were only on it. I don't of... think they were only on about the rock, the rock English rock. I think or pop, whatever you want to call it. Um. Because the house scene also sort of died within that same period of time. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was a huge, huge, huge house scene within like Manchester. Isn't it? it gets too big, and when it gets too big, it gets commercialized. Exactly. It becomes vulnerable. So, yeah, it becomes, there you go, all of a sudden. It's like everything. When you go back to the 90s, even to go completely left-sided, it's like... Why does everybody always like the nineties wrestling? Do you know what I mean? All that shit. Why does everybody always go back to the mm. attitude there? It's because it was before they were owned by stockholders and they didn't have to answer to anybody. True, yeah. They Very didn't, true, yeah. They didn't have somebody saying, and... You can't say this, yeah. you can't say that. That's why we all that's why we all loved the nineties. It's not because it was so much better than the freedom. It was loose, there was that's no social it. media. Exactly, words taken out of freedom. And like really so you're banned from busking. Yeah, yeah, obviously it was a kick in the balls. 
don't get me wrong obviously there was a brighter side like there was you were getting told like you, you're a young man young adolescent who were getting like told you're gonna get this you're gonna get that wherever it may be but you're gonna have to give this up like so what way did you just weigh that up or was it like was it a collective decision was it something that your managers are made for you mm. and are your parents made for you at the time do you know what I mean like because you're still like you're we still kids like yeah at the I tell you what, what was the worst thing about it was like after being signed and doing fucking gigs all over the place and um, late late show and all of these type of things um, we were fucking we ended up getting like a hundred pound a week for a couple of weeks like that was just a, that and was then, his, that then, was our then wages. it just sort of disappeared it, everything it just not like we got number four in the fucking yeah I remember John help I need somebody help absolutely help sorry for that that's what I was about to say. Like, Man, you know, thousand percent. Yeah. It was fucking. Everybody thinks when you get there, especially in the 90s. The what? The, 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 the Late Late Show. What's the yeah, Late Show? Just let me talk and I'll tell you. The pinnacle of like, it would have been the Late Late Show was the main fucking big show. You know oh, yeah. Man, it's not what it is today. Gay bomb. So as he was saying, he was sorting out 100 quid a week and mm. then slowly, without without warning, suddenly it wasn't there. Do you know what that's yeah. As he said, he basically got screwed. It mm. sucks. hundred percent. I'm and the like, music industry and like so what like so he's like the late late show so you were on the late late show with no angels yeah back in the day yeah back when Pat Kenny was doing was it Pat like, Kenny what oh, Pat oh, Kenny yeah and uh, fucking uh, the same night Brendan Gleeson was on it one of, one of his appearances <laughs> shout remember, to I, remember actually sitting in the chair like and again we were young oh, you're going to get makeup fuck it fuck makeup yeah. on your fucking we got banned yeah. from RT and all I think we wrecked one of the dressing rooms and all and boy, right I was job. sitting beside Brendan Gleeson Mm. Getting fucking your makeup on, you're looking at him. It's like, oh, this fellow's in the general. You know, you know, <laughs> have your only if you give me yours. What a legend! Of you do, like, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the story, man? <laughs> Hand over the face. But uh, Mickey Mouse yeah, short. Up. Yeah, really good times, man. So right, so you come out, John. Then right. after after the back end, like, what, well, like, how did it all? Like, where did it come to a stop? Where did it come to a halt? Why, like, why, 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 why aren't we listening to No Angels after Aslan on Irish Friday and every radio in the country every week? Because it's not that good. After the after um, we lost a deal, like we got picked up by a manager who was a like a really fucking a genuine soul, like not that way, but. He was like he looked after sort of world and he was getting us gigs and stuff like that. But we were kids, like so we was obviously doing other things on the side or whatever like that. Mm. But he ended up getting fucking he got shot and uh, like we and were only quickly. Yeah, yeah like no, he like, no, but he got and it was just you sh- it, like when you just, say when uh, you say shot like I don't like no like, he got no. he got shot dead like it was you know, he was, was a pre like pre like if you don't want to go into it, you don't have to go into like no like he, as I said was a premeditated murder kids down there like all all I know all I know like he was yeah. fucking he was like. He didn't need he brought me out of me he brought me out of me shell like yeah. when when he was the manager of the band because like, I was I was I would have been quite quiet like you know what I mean yeah, yeah. he gave me sort of room to, to sort of come out of me shell like because yeah, yeah. He, sort of, he used to say oh you remind me of me like when I was mm. you know little things like that so uh, yeah he was he was a like a, I think after that happened we we tried to continue to gig for another little while after that but we just ended up fucking I think I think there's people forget sometimes when they see someone getting shot or someone getting murdered and all that it's automatically they assume that person is a terrible person but no but we have a friend as well I've oh, seen someone person, being murdered that people say mad stuff about yeah. and you know don't mm. like him but I never done anything wrong on mm. me I can't yeah. sit here and say a bad word about him and I miss him to this day because yeah. he used to crack me up exactly. and 
like, like oh, Juice, I, I, you know I, like, I, I, like I, I seen someone being a, like seen someone being assassinated before, and I won't go into detail. Uh, like definitely not. Like, no, but course, like, and, but you, what you said just hit the nail in the head. I'm having an honest conversation here, so like, like we have to be meeting on levels here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is, like, 100%. that's that's uh, is is like so like we can all come and like I think you you've like just. Put, put the nail in the coffin where you've said like look no one, you can't judge anyone by, by what the, the, the papers print or by what people say this or what people say that whatever connection you have with any human being is on your own level and you respect yeah. that connection as a one to one type of thing do you know what I mean and as you yeah. said he brought you out yourself he brought you out I without really that person would you have had this no, that you I have don't now, think I would have no, 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 not in a sense like he like it was a it was a mad environment when it was busking like but he was sort of just he gave me room to sort of come out Michelle he was a really he was good he was good like that that's and, uh, great all I know is like that he's he has a daughter now like he had a daughter then and she was younger than us she's a kid now and like it's like I, I see the pictures like they, they put up on Facebook and all sometimes and it's just like he'll never he'll never Sorry, see he'll that, never uh, see them like yeah, and I I th- I th- look, it is what the it impact is. The reality yeah. of death that hits yeah, you, that yeah. like, and especially being that young, like I just remember thinking, like he's fucking gone. What the fuck? Like it was like a bit of a like safety net in a way. Like you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, as I say, I wouldn't say father figure, but he was a moral figure that was above you. That like that. I think when we're young, we put these people on pedestals, and we don't think that they'll ever go away mm. and that they'll never not be there yeah. so when they're suddenly gone and then reality hit, this is I think the reality about death and all that mm. sorry for getting morbid but the reality about it is that it's very hard to come to grips with the fact that life goes on yeah do you know I think that's what yeah, kills, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. kills me when I think the about that the show must go on yeah the show must go on yeah. everybody yeah they mourn you for a bit but do you know what I mean yeah. they still have kids to 100%. raise they have families to take care of sorry for getting more no no, 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 no appreciate no, that that's the nail on the head and look John so we move on right and but like I obviously knew you grew up in around a few years older than me I would have seen like, yeah what, yeah on the roll man yeah. I would have heard so then once I started to start getting involved in music or whatever me and Jules got involved in music and everything you were straight out with an open hand and open ear to help us out from the get go as we yeah. like set <laughs> Showing up to the the old fucking the youth, youth centres and, and we are popping around. <laughs> yeah. We are just doing our thing passionately. Yeah, yeah. And um, so like then like I know there was a period in your life where like you, you were sort of you weren't like you you weren't like the, wasn't that you weren't into music? You were just reverted away. Me, you obviously had your taste and you had your smell. Obviously coming from like the whole beautiful, organic, fucking lovely feeling, uh, busking background to the horrible scenes of like commercial music and everybody being squashed in and being now all of a sudden it's not about the music because the money being's cool and all these little yeah. simple things that didn't matter when you started out so you're in this period then like of limbo let's say of yeah. music limbo I started just be I, after I just became started on the building sites mm. young I, I like well want to save me time to be a bricklayer like none of that yeah, so, yeah. I was going to say like if I'm not going to I actually started a year before I I gave up gigging and like saying up look I'm gonna try and make something work if this music yeah. doesn't work like know what I mean so yeah I just fucking as I say it's like footballers you have to have a trade to fall back I have to have something to fall back it's on because yeah. it is it, the music as much as we love it and all it is a dream yeah. it's like mm. it's you look at how many people are attending to do it yeah it's, it's like you know just, it's so yeah, saturated yeah, yeah. do you know how lucky saturated everybody says oh, talented man. I believe in hard I believe mm. it's hard work and luck 
Hard work is the force. Satch- ah, no, hard no, I work think beats talent when talent. Yeah, but I think saturated. Exactly. I think the word. I think the word saturated absolutely like covers a whole grand scheme of things. It covers it. Like it covers to me. Once you said that word, I was like, boom! I like I had like a fucking a flush of fucking emotions because that's what like music is. Like it's saturated with people who it's no longer killed. Say years ago, oh, you're rapping over this beat and that beat. Now it's like people just shoot music videos to be killed because rap is popular. Mm. And I've said this in the podcast a couple of times, and I've said it before. We feel very lucky to grow up in, within the circuit, within Juice, within you, of having those little glimpses yes, with Christy Dignam, GUI, where it was organic and it was joyful. It was that busking sense of, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, everything's going so fast now. Everything exactly. seems like, and, every, and it's like, man, I was only talking to my nephew earlier on, he's like, oh, I'm definitely not selling my, my Philo bike. Because if all you had to walk the shop, like you're just, yeah. walking the shop is just takes long, it just takes so much time for, but you no bought the town, but like, you bought like, the town with a guitar and everything. You just want things so fucking quick fast. and easy. I don't yeah. remember having the but fucking walk into town. That's what they've grown up with. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just so like you can't so blame the kids. They didn't have to. They didn't have to put on like the the commodore and go to school. And come but back they had and no choice in the league. They were they were offered. But that's what I mean. Can you imagine us at fourteen, fifteen, like? If we had a tool in our hands that could shoot a whole music video, edit it, and do all ah, this, would we you would think, be delighted. We'd be the exact same. Are we the fucking like? We're the cunts that created the tools mm. that we hate yeah. the people for <laughs> using. We're fucked up. Well, well, I was going to say, really old, the crowd looking back and look at those. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 as a like an individual artist, writer, producer, everything was uh, within the No Angel day. Oh, sorry, within the um, low profile, low profile days, right? And I just want to give a little backstory here, just to fucking, just to hype this bitch up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> arrived up like obviously um, D and D at the time, Dino, uh, my brother, good man, he is. Um, Shouts to Pablo. Shouts to Pablo, para Pablo. Uh, he's on, he's actually next up on uh, next week's yep, episode. We'll, we'll, we'll go through and we'll touch on it as well. So basically, a phone call off, I don't know whether it was John or Dino or whoever it was, come up, look, we're working on this project and look, as I said, look, I'm, a, I'm an open air, came up and I was like, sit down, right, Floyd, sent me down, John obviously greeted me with a blunt and a hug and a smile, Dino, sit down, Floyd, and I start hearing this shit. <laughs> and one thing that came to me more in during the week, came to me one during the week, right, and I was thinking this is like saying, right, we're going to have this chat with John, oh, what way can I fucking, like, what, what can I pick out from, like, the aspects of it? And one thing that, like, just crept up my mind, I was saying, like, when I walk into, when I walked into the house that time, there was a few of you sitting there in low profiles, rehearsals, we're going through a few tracks, but the great thing about what I found out, you don't get with walking with, when you're walking with, say, an acoustic, acoustic artist like John, or, like, you know someone's playing the instrument live, rather than a beat, is as soon as you stop and want to go again, it's second, like, so, like, if you're with a producer and you're doing a beat and one person fucks up, it's like, oh, stop, everyone stop, start the beat again, let's roll it back, everything, yeah, 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 but yeah. when an acoustic artist, like, the ding, right, one, two, three, boom, and you're back in, and, like, 
get you fucking and has, sharp. Has and essence. Has oh, essence. Oh, get you sharp. And John's annoyed, and Dean's annoyed, and Evans annoyed. But they're like, no, no, hold on, back in, and and it happens instantaneously. And, and when I was saying that, I was like, oh, this shit is powerful. This shit is powerful. Hold on, hold on. How did low profile set? Because I'm being honest, mm. I won't lie. I thought that was an odd combo. Mm. I, like I was just like, where the fuck this come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this came out of Woodward. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because like, I was actually a few years older than Nino. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like I think I'm like four years older than Nino. I think mm. something like that. But um, Kieran, I think Kieran. Kieran Moore. Like or it could have been. This mm. motherfucker's getting all plugs in this episode. Kieran, if you don't shoot this episode, mm. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, what I think I was talking to Dean years ago. Um, I put up an original song. I think it was Empty Road or Fade Now or something like that. Yeah. Because I've been We just got chatting with each other because, uh, like, I have to say, Dean is like he's one of my favourite writers in the country yeah. like he's just fucking and not only that I got to see his output I got to 100%. see him in action which I have as well he'd be like play this little can you play this little thing here and he's great like, writer write a paragraph very 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 good I mean? fucking writer hold on what sorry say that no but he, like, you know, he'd be writing a paragraph while you're tuning the guitar like you know, he just yeah. he just keeps writing out lyrics like um just when you see that walk right up. Yeah, no, I appreciate that because I, I, like, I know what it's like. I know what it takes to write Because me, John, I you recorded a song for you as an album and it was disgusted and never had seen it. Oh, you forced, that album didn't see the light. You brought us, you brought us to a couple of... That's a winner of an album. Right, right. Now, listen, this one will be out. We are driving out and I th- I'm not sure what car it was, but I'm nearly sure it was red, right? And John's cruising out like fucking... No like, license as usual. No license as usual. Fuck, don't pay nothing. Fuck that. Find the fall, find the girl. But, and anyway, uh, we're driving out in the car, we're heading out to Jambo studio and it happened to me a couple of times I said on the podcast last time again I got to the studio and the, and the verse that was on the right wasn't really on par so I rewrote a whole verse in the studio while the boys are now getting the shit down and we record it was me it was low profile featuring Floyd and Jambo and it was called um, oh, Double Entendre Shouts to Double Entendre Shouts to Jambo Whopper track man. Whopper track Whopper John and then in the meantime in the meantime of all this in the meantime of all this, um, the the boys put on a show within. It was in this. It's now called the Sound House. It was the Wiley Fox, I think, at the time. And low profile were playing. We had Jambo in the house, flying in the house. We had um, Versitas in the house. Versitas, doing that. And, 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 and this was like, oh, there's a picture of me legends. somewhere on Bebo with a bobby short on, with a vein busting out my neck <laughs> on stage. <laughs> Do you know that picture? It's a picture, yeah, yeah. It's different from the public perspective of them because Ver- a lot Veritas. of people oh yeah. you want to know no, 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 no they're a different people no. it's a different crew oh, Veritas remember it was uh, one that Dewey was a part of the oh, 40 yeah. I'm a fucking idiot I'm yeah, at to think I'm at to think in the D's two lads that are doing their yeah, fair play to look I'll give you another knuckles you brought us along to your bar fly along to the two gigs and brought me along but I seen is like you, like you, you went nomad from mm. the music scene for years, motherfucker. Exactly, I hit you like, oh, you, oh, you was, I would have loved to heard some of your albums, man. Ah, oh, no, man. Jeez, but John, like, why was on the hatred of the world? I hated you. Oh, everybody hates everyone. everyone. We're here get now. Get it out. Get it out. We're here now. That's all that matters. Yeah, so it. look, Still John, oh, like <laughs> the strip, the stripper all the way, like the strip all the lot, the, like the goodness and the joys and the. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be serious I'm sorry I'm sorry trying to be serious hold on I want to get this in. I want to get this laid down on paper um, so like the, the strip <laughs> the strip away all like those gigs you brought me on and appreciate to see us walking recording Jambo Stadium and all that 
the labour, the seas like just perform on right and go to the tracks, like no live in person when it was wrong, when you were angry and when like you didn't know what was right and wrong. That was a beautiful thing and that, that album touched my soul like in a way that was like to me, I won't call it order ship hop because I don't think I don't think it was order ship hop. This was a uh, this was a, this it was, was a, it's own type of it was, it was beautiful like and it was so so good and like I've I've talked to Dean loads of times and Dean now look I'm not gonna I'll lick your ass tonight but when you're on the podcast next week you're gonna get raw. But um <laughs> look <laughs> that 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 project touched me in a in a way where it was like once I walked on the gaff that one night, I think actually I'll never forget the smell of when the Dell opened up the cooker and, and took out a tray of brownies and was like, Floyd, you want a brownie? I was like Course, Lloyd wants a brownie. And I was stuck to the chair and the boy. Shout to Adele. Absolute lady. lady. Which is also. Juice's cousin. Yeah, you know, put that out there, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. She's a bow, she's a coffee, but there's a bow's in there, so I'm she's sorry. Yeah, she's a bow. What's her name? It's bow's on Facebook, isn't it? Oh, it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so then, like, after, after, after all the low profile days and, and everything, like, you just had some big, uh, big gigs, uh, the Bra- what's that, some, the, you still had some big, like, festivals and stuff. I don't know, it's good to name the Brass Ensemble or the. Oh, with, with uh, low profile? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which she's, man, I will say, um, Sorry for butchering the name. Sorry, oh, I think the dog, the dog wants to say hello. Well, check, check, one, two, back, back. Check, check. I have to pause this. Yeah, pause it, boys. Yeah, pause it. That's good. Yeah. And that's why you never fucking eat sawdust off a fucking uh, Bernard Shepherd outside the uh, Bernard Shepherd outside the cup of shops. The hell and ever. Um, <laughs> not, not your best transition. <laughs> not my best transition. It's more about freeze down for an hour and you got tongue tied. Eight oh nine ain't bad. Eight oh nine ain't bad. But look. The low profile days, right? So you're out. We've had all that fucking orgasmic fucking creativity flows. Everybody's fucking sucking each other off like we're all the best thing in the world. <laughs> when we move on and while we're out there, he's a gigging, right? He's in the big bad world. All of a sudden now, he's not just a band who can roar and shout and spit and cry at each other. Now he's uh, put out in front of in front of a crowd. Yeah, well, the first gig that we done low profile was a uh, support for a little dialect and workman's club. Was deadly. Shouts, shouts to little Reese as well. Shouts to Reese. Yeah, rest in peace, Reese. Like, he came flow. in with the fucking with the video. We had to we had to record it on his phone. Yeah. Not a sleepless nights video. Yeah. He didn't record it. No more sleepless nights. Deadly. 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 That was a really really fucking. Yeah, fucking brilliant. I've done sound in the access. We do a podcast about dedicated Reese. And he was he was on. It was like a little talent type of thing. Not not like a couple of different rappers. And you all have all hype men, and then Reese gets up by himself and yeah. just owns it. Wapa. Just like Wapa. lost in his own little vibe and just owns it and it's fucking. He's just, he's just brilliant. But I remember now, even that that little essence, that, like that mm. vibe that you're on about back, yeah, the yeah. Celtic Tiger vibe back exactly. in the nineties. I won't like, say Celtic Tiger vibe, no, that's, like, but that that's why that's what they refer yeah, to yeah, at yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah, that time like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think low profile bra, like a little bit of that energy. To the, to the Irish hip hop scene organic energy that like because if you remember the gigs man those oh, gigs were something Jesus special like you'd have man. people coming to those gigs that weren't necessarily man. into like hip hop Irish hip hop in a sense but then they went they became always probably big like, fans outside of like the that, circle like, probably bar the Dale bar uh, Adele I always probably would like probably would have heard it like heard it like a lot of a live like in like like no from like it's raw form in, in rehearsal form I yeah. fucking loved it oh, man, fucking like, loved it see, see it coincided coincide with the time like as I said like with mm. your man Ed Sheridan and all with the guitar playing as well as, I was completely different and, uh, like, well, I'm not like, saying it was the same you know, I'm saying Ryan you know, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that type of feeling. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 right. I'm just saying that Sheridan, because he's like... Who was the man Ryan Sheridan? Who's Ryan Sheridan? Sheridan. Sheridan. 
Irish musician? Was he an extract or something like that? No, 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 no. he's an Irish musician. Oh, like, I can't type of type of vibe like you know the way um, you'd know his voice I would, like, know he's, he's very he's very good but um, yeah I think that I think it was it was very it was, it was lovely the experience and, and not only that it was because it, like in Irish hip hop there's a lot of bickering and stuff and it doesn't mean to be because the scene is so small like our country is as small as a state in America 100%. you know what I mean and That's we don't come together to help each other but like as I was saying like with um, the Irish scene like the Irish hip hop scene in Ireland, anyway. Like, I don't think people should be bickering at each other because it's so small. Like, our country is as small as a state in America, and there's just nobody helping anyone. Like, in that way, but low profile brought a lot of people together well, because yeah. it was like a musical element as well. To where it, it was, was like a live sh- It was just mad. But it was, it was like, full, like, I know for you, like, uh, and it, uh, even I know for my own art, and we call it art because it is art. Um, it's hard to like abstract yourself from your own art and actually like 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 I know I'm always saying earlier on like I don't like the music to be enjoyed but like like and I genuinely don't but the certain music that you're doing that like you can engulf yourself within the music and enjoy it yeah. and I know it's hard to uh, extract yourself from that and actually let other people that like that music was so enjoyable and so good and so fun and bro a lot of people together what you were saying is whereas a lot of other music didn't do that nobody knows the ship up I know what you're saying yeah and, and that's, that's why there's a lot of people would just, would you ever would just like would you go back look up? oh me and Dean talk all the time like like as I said like I, I have my own EP now in, mm. the, in the works like and Dean will be helping me out a little bit with that mm. in the writing process of a couple of songs done there and he's going to help Lovely. me with look, a couple more like and that but it's going to be acoustic it's going to be like musically based Okay. Yeah, 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 properly like, <laughs> like proper, like Lloyd. You know what I mean? Man? It's like it's man, not gonna be like all mono, like sampley, but like you, you're no, gonna no, be playing I'm gonna be stuff playing or, all the instruments. Yeah, yeah, that's like beautiful. That. Yeah, like I'm gonna be. So good I'm gonna news. try to do like the way I done the Tennessee whiskey video where oh, I'm playing yeah. the drums and playing yeah, all that, like yeah, all, yeah. The, all that the different things. That like, acoustic style split screen. Yeah, yeah, just so. No, um, he's a big fan of that Tennessee whiskey mm. video. Kennedy, and, and and you're a fan of Tennessee. And look at him. I'm actually in all fairness, in all fairness, like no, no fairness. I'm actually not a fan of Tennessee whiskey in itself. I don't, I don't believe that American whiskey is actual whiskey. And I want to. Oh, no, strong, it's not. That's a strong. Uh, I don't believe it's actual whiskey. Well, there, John needs another whiskey. But hold on. Well, I, uh, so, right. I just want to. I just want to give a little shout and a little plug and let John have a little breath here for a second before um, we, we move on to the next segment. This is big motherfucking news. This is this is this is something that you all should be fucking taking now, and this is something that you should be all anyone's listening, texting John, texting Dean, and letting people know we fucking want this low profile shit back. We need this low profile shit back. Use myself because all the other shit that just had, no one else got to see. But a select few, and I'm grateful that I had to see it. So fuck the rest of this. But yes, I'm easy. It's way. in the books. <laughs> part of that was part of that was me. Like I got in, I got in trouble as well, and I had to fucking. I had to go to college, to the college or prison, but that was sort of like... <laughs> oh, I would have picked prison. That I would have picked like, prison. Yeah, you should have went to Concord. <laughs> you should have picked Concord. Yeah, yeah, I had to get me fucking... It was like, get me shit together at that yeah, stage. So, really, so look, I went back, back producing. I don't want to go too more deep on the low profile because we're going to have uh, Dino on next week. So yeah, let him I'm happy, I'm happy enough well. um, where, we, where we go with that. So we're moving on, right? So MMA. now, now like, no, not MMA. Um, we're fucking... You're in the band now. You do. You're going around. You care to dig them, and I actually seen care to sing live one night in um, a local pub in Finglas. It was for a, I think it was a benefit night or whatever it was. I don't know yeah, what yeah. it was. Unbelievable. Ah, and you were actually playing, John. I, think. I don't know. I think you might have been there that night as well. Darren, I don't want to say the name of the pub fly, or whatever. Fly, fly. You, you, you introduced me saying I 
Or you introduce people with like a, a blunt and a smile. Yeah. <laughs> And don't ask me to remember that one. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we were like fucking in the band now, in the played piano in that, in, in the Care of Dignam band yeah. now. I played bass and. When you say piano, is it piano, is it keys, is it electric keyboard? Does like, it, there's I, a I, different. I feel the back end is, like, you know what I mean? Like, a fucking, mm. I'll play like the, the back. And the how has, like, pianos and, what's it? As, as a working artist, like, you know, and this is, there's very few people, like, very few people because because you can be uh, like in an apostrophe working artist, artist while working another job and like putting shit on Facebook and Instagram or Bebo or whatever you may do. You actually are a working artist within a band that are a working band that travel the country, perform live with your own fucking fingers, your own senses, yeah. your own voices for every fibre of your body week in, week out. How, how did like the the COVID affect you? The COVID, the pandemic affect oh, you? Oh man, I tell you, like, I know, like, it's when you do like so many so, gigs socially. after a while like it, it sort of gets a little bit annoying like you know what I mean mm. and like and everyone will tell you that oh, Jesus yeah. Christ when they stopped the gig and you felt that void fuck man Jesus fucking right I did like I really did I, I cannot wait to gig again like you know Lovely. I really can't like cause uh, it just it, do, it does something to, to your to your soul, your yeah, fiber, to your soul, your brain. Like you naturally to perform, as I said. I can't imagine when I was 10 or 12 and all that, I like used to rap in my room, do you know what I mean, yeah. to myself. The idea of rapping on stage terrified me. But when you were doing that at 10, 12, that's, that's just in you naturally, I yeah. think. You're a performer. Whereas in I a was, sense, yeah. Whereas yeah, I yeah, was just a rapper. I was just like, I like, I like listening to, I like writing raps and I like listening to my own mm-hmm, raps back. Mm-hmm. But the idea of standing in front of people doesn't interest me at all. And it's what really, that's anxiety and probably holding you and back. And what up. like what what like aspects of it did they get annoying? Like was was it a performance? Why do you keep on asking a question after I oh, yeah, ask the question? It's, it's annoying. So Bing Bong, uh, to answer your question, I'll say uh, no. Like um, so so Floyd. Oh no. Why, why did you like to only rap for yourself and listen back? <laughs> that's what you used to say. <laughs> now we're here. Um, no, no, look, what I was getting at. Oh, I, I, sorry, Juicy, I apologise. Yeah. I didn't feel that you were actually asking a the question there. I didn't. You didn't feel. But no, what I was saying, like, what I was trying to point out was you were saying after when you're gigging week in, week out as an actual uh, walking, walking artist and a yeah, walking yeah. performer, and you said, like, eventually, like, sometimes you get a little bit pissed off. Like, I want to know, like, what, what aspects were you pissed off? No, were you pissed off with the even... performance side of things? Were you pissed off with the social side of things? Were you pissed off with leaving it's the family? Like Leaving the family in a sense, like that would be uh, one of the things. Like it's just like it's when you're gigging that much, like your weekends would be gone. Like you know what I mean? So yeah. you can't really do much. But it's like when the gigs are taken away from you, you're like fuck, I'd love to have gigs again. Exactly. I'd love to be gigging again because it's as I said, you release those endorphins and all in the head. It keeps you like you do a good a good gig and even a bad gig. Like you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's, it's a good gig for someone in the crowd. 100%. But it's um, you just feel good after. You do, you and do. what's funny enough, you get the same feeling from uh, doing like fucking the likes of so, jiu-jitsu. Like, like you know what I mean? It's, when, it's, like, it's crazy. Before we wrap up on the music and, and we like we fucking move on to um, the, the MMA, which I have a load of questions for. You. Just like just just from someone that's been in the game fucking twenty years, that's like had 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 fortunately had had to been able to smell and taste the streets of Dublin in their organic days. And some of the scene is true, all is there any advice you could give to any like young artists coming up, anyone who's listening and and playing anything? Is there anything you could just give them a small little bit? Because I want like this is podcast. We always sort of revert back to we we give it a large and we talk. We'll have a whiskey, we'll have a drink, but we, we it's always nice to give a little bit back in the most like organic way. Well, like if you 
if there's any young lads listening to this now yeah yeah exactly yeah it's like just pay attention to your circle there's a good like show me your friends and I'll show you your future that type of thing like yeah you want to you want to just have and if you want to do something actually do it because I'm in the position now where I'm 34 and I like every oh. fucking other week I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna make a go at this and I know time my window was closing you know what I mean there's so many times I could have take, taken the opportunity to run with it but I also value being a parent. I value being a partner, and, and yeah, like, I know the work that goes into. I know, like, I know it's so demanding. Like, I was, I was in school back when we had the record deal, and mm. I began up at five in the morning so we could go down and do a gig down the country that day to make it back to here. And uh, like, yeah, I lost out on even bits of education exactly, because, yeah, because yeah. of because of that workload. But your, so, like, your social skills were so so many years it? ahead. But ah, like people pay. I can read someone like reading a fucking children's book now like, because of those. <laughs> exactly, those it's, 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 things, it's, like, but it's a give and take relationship. Do so I want to take myself away from mm. me? me kids that much for the sake of yeah, money like what is money like, I feel that as well John and, or like, I've been time thrilled. is worth more than that 100% like, you know I mean? like, and so that's an incredible lesson to learn over time and as you said everybody's chasing the dream then reality hits yeah. the dream could be right at home oh you know man like, I, mean? I, I sometimes I say to my dad sometimes I'm like am I like 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 because I had such a crazy what? time from, from 10, 10, 11 up to like 16, 17, 18, like, you know, that, like, with, with the gigging, and, like, there was times that I was gigging in pubs, and fucking drinking, and sniffing, and the age of 14, and fucking fart, like, living, like, what you'd be considered, like, a bit of a rock star, like, yeah. and at that age, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck, yeah. I'm not gonna look back, and, it's hard to believe that it was not that it was allowed that you could get away with a type of machine, and that was in some ways encouraging college to do it because if you didn't do it, you wouldn't keep up with the schedule. That's what I find it on. It is outside, John. Outside the knowledge and dropping on this podcast, and the people that listen, it's hugely appreciated. You've done it to us for years, and you've done it to many people in the circle for years, and look, it's hugely appreciated. That makes me feel good. And look, look, honestly, I can. I can honestly relate to everything as a father, as a, as a parent, and a parent of myself. It, it comes as to the situation. As a fucking dog, <laughs> some bark on that motherfucker. Yeah. That dog's gonna get for royalties off this podcast. Anybody that heard the dog, you know my struggles. Their, their kids <laughs> only have two legs. Mine has four. Fucking hell! And he opened his shits so, everywhere. Right. <laughs> so right, John. Now look. Now, now look. You, you act. You act. You, like, you seem. You seem. You're in a good place. You have things figured out. You, you found the yin and the yang. Not I mean the balance. And now you, like, all of a sudden, you're coming up in next hall. This mad, mad motherfucker who's busking on fucking in town at ten years of age is a part of um, one of the biggest MMA gyms within the world. And yeah. it's not only within that is striving and and is literally you're literally and already explaining yourself you're reaching back to the kids before you like you've even like no selfishness within it or like within anything you do within seeing you like come into the MMA is like and now all of a sudden like you're teaching kids you're fucking like oh I'm talking, like oh, it's a different language to me so you're gonna have to take over this part and I know it's just like I, the part like as I said before. We start at the start. We start at the start. How did you get into this? You're going to have to take over this part. Before I got... <laughs> no, boy, no, the BJJ. Before, before first started, day, the very first day. I, I joined... I joined would have been primal MMA. Mm. And uh, I got into a bit of trouble, like, and fucking had to sort a bit of shit out and get me... Get me, yeah, get, get a few things sorted and to go to college. And that's, but that's, what, uh, that's what inspired me to go back producing and stuff because 
know the way I get out the music yeah. and that but I joined Primal and I was in there for a while and I had to leave and I was fucking devastated but I always said to myself in the back of my mind I was like I'm gonna go back there yeah. I'm gonna go back there I'm gonna go back there and I just kept pushing it away pushing it away pushing it away and I was sitting on the couch one day and I was like it was random it was like random it was like I don't know something happened I don't know what it was it was, just, it was like I'm going over fucking going over it was a Wednesday yeah. and it was wrestling and I fucking Clinton Scott's class and it was like he just cause you know like being busking when you're f- from so young and being in a position to call your own shots no yeah, throughout yeah. your life like when someone calls you on something like you can either you can either have an ego about it or you can actually like do yeah. something about it like you yeah. know you so went, I, went. I went out of breath at the end and I was, I was trying to do it and he's like, John, do you want to fucking do the rest of them or the rest of the class has to wait for you? And I, like, he put me on the spot and I was like, I'm used to giving out to my kids. Yeah. This motherfucker's younger than me, man. Yeah. He's giving out to me. I was like, and I, I booked a couple of PTs and yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I went to him after the class. I was like, I need to do some private lessons with you, man. I was like, uh, Anyway, I, I booked the PTs with him. You and found someone that inspired you. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's the thing that, whether he was younger or not, it's dry. Oh, and I respected him because that, of that. Like, you know what I mean? That's beautiful. I, that's beautiful. I know, like, I, I, so I booked him with him, and I, like wrestling is probably one of the hardest um, physical like, spots. You, you always hear any, any of the lads yeah, talking yeah. about it. It's so grueling. It's so fucking hard. So I was like, right, I'm always, I've all, my whole life I've always jumped in the deep end. Fuck it. That's good. Cool, um, I'll do it this time. So it was the winter, uh, October like 2018. I was like, I booked two months with them, six in the morning. You know what I mean? And yeah. the freezing cold over yeah. here. And I was like, fuck, let's get it done. And um, booked him with him for two months. After that, then I was like, I got into decent shape. Like, and how like, hard? Like, like how? Like how? Like so when you uh, fo- when you first booked in, it wasn't like BJJ. It was it just all it out. It was just circuit wrestling was, yeah, circuits yeah. wrestling. And how? Circuits, like to explain? Like how? Like I can only imagine how hard Man, I have clo- I have rash guards and stuff and clothes over there that I wore around that time, and it still smells the same. That's thick, it's thick. My soul left my body in, in those sessions, you know, and it's still on me clothes. That's, <laughs> that's, like that that's when you know you got wolves. Yes, you got yeah, proper yeah, yeah. wolves. It's like that dingle whiskey we were drinking last week. I woke up after doing the podcast and I hear shouts to Adam of Dublin. Absolute gent, man. We're going to go again with Adam because uh, <laughs> I woke up the next day. I woke up the next day and I couldn't comprehend that. Like I went to bed at a decent hour. Decent hour, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> and I woke up still pissed drunk at one in the day, and Adam sent in a little message like, "I was still feel drunk," and I was like, "So I was still pissed drunk." And um, yeah, just, drunk. just, just to like reiterate, Dingle whiskey is, is as strong as your rash guards. <laughs> I love, I love it. Whiskey. It's, <laughs> but it's ten times It's the only comparison I have. I'm but sorry. it's ten Dingle whiskey. You want to sponsor mm. the one too many podcast? Mm. Contact us. Feel at free. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> feel free. Yeah, yeah. Contact us at, at one too many <laughs> After doing um, the, the PTs with Clinton, um, as I said, I was like, I was, got to get into a bit of decent shape. Like, so it was like, mm. I started to continue, uh, no, I start to, took up BJJ at the time yeah. then. So I, I booked a few, two months then with Danny Hall, uh, coach Danny Hall as well. Shout out to Clinton and Danny as well. Shout out to Clinton and, and um, like, like, I booked two months with Danny to work on. What I was, what I was fucking up on in classes as well. So I was doing a lot of uh, yeah, Scott Harvey's yeah. six and six in the morning BJJ classes as well, and I was uh, shouts out to Scott as well. Um, 
So what would you want Celtic's to be up gone. there at six in the morning? Like, oh like, yeah, up there for training six in the morning, mm. like fucking. So you're ha- up at five, yeah, ready, yeah, 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 over hundred percent. That's unreal, man. That's commitment, though. Like, ah, yeah. When you do that, I can't imagine that, man. I was Look, sitting here and I was drinking. I hadn't, got a, like piano, I, I hadn't got a piano years ago. When I, listen, like, yeah, I used to go into town to the, to the ah, shops yeah. to learn, you know what I mean? That's I the work ethic you need. When exactly, these yeah. motherfuckers are 12 year old, they're doing gigs for me. Yeah, like, you know what that I mean? motherfucker's yeah. got drive. Like, when I listen, man, when, when I look like, look, I've zero experience in, in combat sport whatsoever, but I'm a fan. And when, when I listen to people talk about wrestling, it sounds grueling. Yeah. But when I listen to people, now I've done yeah. a small bit of boxing here and there, but like, I wouldn't, like, don't get me wrong, someone like fucking. To try to rest me or whatever, same. I'll be fucked. But look, nonetheless, I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a um, high respect for all like MMA artists and the sport. I really, really love it and enjoy it. But when anyone talks about wrestling in general, it sounds grueling and horrible. But when you listen to people talk about uh, BJJ, especially me when I listen, to, I, I don't watch TV. I said it before. I listen to the podcast. It's 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 therapeutic. Yeah. When you listen to people it's, speak it's, about like BJJ, it's therapeutic it, in a sense. Like wrestling is grueling. BJJ, BJJ is considered like mm. the gentle art. Like mm. it's like a chess match. It's like a slow down version of wrestling. But like walking out and all is is like fucking. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's therapeutic. In I, do, I don't know. I do a lot of running and trail running and stuff. Well, well have you ever stopped? Have you ever got to the end of your run and said, oh, "I forgive me parents." No, never. No. It's, it's no. therapeutic no. in a sense. Like, no, you know what I mean? I'm like, 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 <laughs> I, I got, I've gone to the end of my garden. Yeah, I said, Jesus, yeah, yeah, why did this come get buried? No, but like, let me cover it. It is like, 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 like no. all that, like, all that, any, anything that's endurance, I push the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With me, like, I started going deep inside, and I, like, I always, I started talking to myself, like, you're, like, you're a little bitch. Like, like, wait, like, I talked last podcast, what's going to do with the gig? Then I wake up that morning, like, you're a little bitch, let's go and do this shit. You know what I mean? And that's the vibe I get myself, then you get in, you put the feet up, you're in, bitch. I broke up and look I love it like yep, and yeah. you're great but like it really does like, like to even John I had, to, I, had to, I had to give you a flower Sean I had to take me hat off when I text about my young fella I asked him what way would be best to get him uh, no involved in the MMA and stuff John put me wide I brought him up to the MMA where uh, Coach Roddy was on brought him in I gave him the whole fucking introduction the whole lot and then the whole thing and he was still like my young fella is fucking he's, he's hyperactive he's a good kid he's a fucking he's a great kid and tell, he's like me you know what I mean he, yeah, he's, he's quick he's, he's, he's quick with the dome you know what I mean and he was loving it and the next one COVID shut everything down and, all, and it, like honestly it, it was um, it was genuinely devastating to me young fella and it, like to this day he's been like and John you were the one to put me away to the whole thing and you know what yeah. I mean and um, he keeps asking what story are we going to go up here and do this bit of wrestling and do this and like look your time will come your time will come yeah, like, and he's going to love it and he will and, and, and I, I, I hope say, he loves see, it Roddy, see Roddy see like Roddy's over there now and he's prepping Connor for one of the biggest yeah. fights in the world like, you know mm. what I mean He's such a good fucking kids coach as well as Gav Gav Kelly from Ballymone he's another coach from there I learned a lot from him as well like Roddy is such a good fucking kids coach, man. Mm. He's so good with them, and you think like as he's t- playing McGregor and all, like he oh, he brings himself totally down. Because when my young fella walked in, John, my young fella walked in, right? Yeah. And I told him, you can't walk in the match, you can't walk, and he, and he took off his shoes and he was trying to run in. Now my young was trying to run yeah. in the middle of a class, excited, and I was like, stop, 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 and Roddy just goes, no, let him go, let mm. him go. And he's in tumbling and blah blah, and he's goes, he's gonna love it, and he was numb in, and shouts to Roddy, obviously like. Shout out to everyone in the club. Like, Shout out to everyone in the club. Anyone is thinking about joining, I would highly encourage you. And John, you from going from, as you said, yeah. the beginnings, 
to like your man telling you you're not we're not stopping we're not stopping until you stop until you get it finished and now you're training kids yourself do you know what yeah. I mean that's, shout out to you. I think you have to pat people on the back when they do stuff like that and 100%. they go from they go from at the lowest of lows where you're probably trying to impress a room and then all of a sudden or I went back there with a, I went back there with a drive uh, juice like yeah. I, I what happened was when I when I said when I had to go back to college that time Danny yeah. Danny Hall uh like he he joined Primal like a couple of weeks before he, me or something like that. Is he bald? Is he is he English now? No, Danny Hall. Uh, who, no, no. He's, the, he's a coach from from the club. Who's the MMA? Yo, oh. there's a Hall fella. Sorry, Danny for fucking throwing in the wrong names. It's not Hall, an English fella Hall. No, no, no. Look, oh, you're, you're I Ryan know Hall you. and there's Ryan Hall. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's black. No, unless Danny got a good tan. No, but here, no, but. <laughs> lost his train of no, but yeah, Danny was in the club then, right? And I remember going back to SBG and seeing that Danny was a coach. I'm like, I, I immediately went into my own head as like, if I hadn't gone into trouble then, I could have been. Yeah, you could have been. Could have been like, yeah. But you go into these things and your head like, sure, I could have, I could have, I would have like, but your mind has to be stronger than your feelings. You know what I mean? That's that's powerful. You have to have a strong mind, and I was like. I was like, right, I need to do some work here. I was like, I was, even like with Cortar and all the boys, like they were all in Primal at the time. I was like, I'm going to fucking work as hard as I can to get back into this circle. Like, you know what Beautiful. I mean? And try, even inspire younger people than me to, to do that yeah, process. Yeah. And it, like, it worked in a sense. And like, look, you know John, what I, mean? like, I, I would say, like, you inspired me and you inspired me to take the leap to go and book in and do that on my own plan. I inspired him, like, fuck so, like, like, the vision was right, and, and it's it's like you you proven it. And look, come out. We're gonna have to wrap you this up. Inspired me ever since we drank six tubbog in your kitchen and made smoking. Mm. Yeah, that that I'm telling you, I couldn't believe it. Like, I couldn't believe it. I'd say it to this day. It's still one of the motherfucking things that I never saw coming. Just a tune, just organically created. That's you know, that's that that's Can we sing? From. Can we sing this podcast now? Smoking, smoking, smoking every day. <laughs> I'm gonna kick back and smoke <laughs> my life away. Down, down. That was a long time. This the one too many podcasts. Hold on, two seconds. Well, yeah, we have to give a shout out to his ninjas. Shout out to the ninjas. Ah, shout out to yeah, shout out to me, me three ninjas, and me little, me little woman, and me missus, and uh, everyone. Uh, the band, the club, the whole band. And it'll be the first. And you two lads who ever had me on as well. And John, look, thanks. We'll all cling together. Trables, we'll cling together. And yep. John, it was an absolute pleasure to be the first, and it won't Boom. be genuinely the last. No, 100%, lads. It's great. I'm happy to be a part of it. And you, do you want to finish the roller out? Uh, with that being said, we're up, we're out, we're gone. Good luck. <laughs>